Hi, everyone. So this is The Real Talk with Claudia Mostagazzi, and I have, uh, we're on episode nine. I always lose count of how many episodes I have done, but we're on episode nine, and I have two awesome um, people here that I am very excited to have here because I've learned before that uh, the podcast already, before recording, I already learned a lot. I think I can go and work for you, Ronnie. Good. I'm kidding. No, I wouldn't do that. But we have uh, Miss Christy Hill from the appraisal district, and you are the tax payer services payer manager. services manager. So yeah. she's the one that takes our money. No, 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 <laughs> no money. No, but collect exemptions. No, exemption. No, she's the one that gives us discounts. I got it wrong, so I didn't even right. learn that much. So you remember um, I was talking about that? I was already fired before I even apply for it. Um, and then we have Mr. Ronnie Canales, right. and he is the chief appraiser. Mm -hmm. For Nueces County. For Nueces County. So this is this is definitely our best friend right here. Every day. So um, the reason why I wanted to invite them is because, as you know, you know, when you buy a property, um, we get very lucky and then we start paying property taxes. Mm -hmm. And um, so they're going to explain to us, uh, one of the questions that I get all the time is like, when can we file for homestead? What is homestead? How much discount do I get? What about disability? So there's a there's different type of exemptions that you might qualify for when you actually are buying um, a house. And then the other portion of it is um, why my taxes go up or why my taxes go down. So Ronnie here is going to explain to us what can we do um, or you know what should we do and what is the process when that happens. So. We're going to start with, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the we can value? Start, we can start with the cycle, the way it works. Okay. Let's okay. start with the cycle. Everything, Claudia, you know, been in the business for many years. As your tax assessor collector, now your chief appraiser in 2012 coming forward. And thank you for allowing us to come here because I feel that uh, the more we educate people as to the process that we do, it's better for, for the taxpayer, but it's also better for us. Absolutely. Because many times, you know, our our cycle is year-round. Mm -hmm. During the months of, well, from January 1st, if you own your property on January 1st, between January and April, you can come in and, and apply for your exemptions. Okay. Whether it be a homestead, disabled person, disabled veteran, uh, whatever exemption you might qualify, qualify for. for. Christy Hill's department is our exemptions department. She's the one who's in charge and oversees about 20-plus employees there that do this every day. Okay. Monday through Friday. Uh, all people ask for is correct information. When you come into the office, you know, some people get upset, whether it's an attorney or whether it's a, you know, do you know who I am kind of type of person. Well, first thing is, if you're going to apply for an exemption, your driver's license has to match. Correct me if I'm yes, wrong, Christy. that's correct. Has to match that physical address of that property you're applying for. If that driver's license is not changed. Don't even go in. Well, you can come in and you're going to be told this is what you need to do. Right. And, you know, many times people get upset. Yeah. But then, you know, like I tell them, I said, it's not Ronnie Canales's role. So you need to talk to a person by the name of Todd Hunter, Abel uh, Guerrero. Guerrero. I said, and, of course, your state senator, Chuy Nojosa. These are the ones who set the law. We implement law. Right. Okay? And that's what we do. Uh, during the months of January, well, 
our reappraisal time starts and it starts towards the end of the year and the beginning of the year. And uh, in the first week, second week of April, that's when we mail out reappraisal notices. Reappraisal notices are what goes out to all taxpayers, all property owners put it to you that way. And it'll have a value, whether it's an increased value, a value remains the same, but there was a change on the property. Mm -hmm. Could have been a name, an address change. But what it does, we mail everything out because it serves us a purpose. It serves us a purpose of making sure we have the correct information on there, cleans out the system. Then between... Well, let me let me ask you one thing there. So when you when you sent before you send the values, you said that you start going and I guess I'm assuming sending out appraisers to look at the mm -hmm. properties in the beginning at the end of the year. Right. Like, so like, that? like right now at the end of this year, we're they're in the process of finishing up all building permits. Okay. They're also see at the beginning of the year. We had a lot of properties that were material on ground, MOGs, 8% right. complete for, yeah. this year, mm -hmm. for this year, okay? Well, those are checked at the end of the year. Let's say you're the property owner on January 1st. Christie's house burns down on January 2nd. You're going to come into our office and say, wait a minute, you know, it burned my, my mate burned down, I'm not going to pay taxes. Well, the thing is, it will. You will have to pay taxes for that year. It'll be looked at for the following year. And that's for all properties. Right, it's right, just, right. It's not just an exempted property. Does the people expect or what's the expectation? Like, should they expect to be called by the appraisers? Or do you guys just go and do like an outside appraisal? Do you guys go into the houses? Or do you guys have like a... Many times we do various things. You mentioned three of them. The fourth one is we have pictometry. Okay. So it's okay. like a system... Where? Well, pictometry is a camera that, that flies over. It's a flyover. Oh, by plane, okay. Takes pictures of areas. Uh -huh. Okay. I can tell you, if you come into my office and say, oh, Ronnie, we just built the house. Or we just made an addition to the house. Well, sometimes people look a little bit different in how they're telling you these things. Same thing happens when they bring us pictures. Sometimes two things happen. The ones that bring us pictures, sometimes we're leery of, what their pictures are because sometimes those pictures <laughs> are not they're, they're not the homeowner's pictures see now they uh, don't yeah, do no, that no, no but you know when i took over in january well january 2012 see a lot of those things would stay on the system so they were getting all these discounts year after year after year even though it might have been done already right okay so they just keep so so now what we do after january 12th of when I first started in 13, we started cleaning that system. In other words, all discounts come off. And we and ask you, you and you come into the office, you know, to let us know that you've got these issues. Okay, I ask you, well then get me a, uh, what do you call it, a contractor to give you an estimate as to what's gonna cost you to fix what problems you have, interior, exterior, okay? And then you base it on that, what and then, and then the discount that yes, you're going to do. And those discounts are in there, so it stays. Okay? I see. And then we will also make physical inspections. You also asked, well, how do we do? What do we do? Well, we physically go out door to door. By law, we can come in and measure from the outside. Okay? We can measure. We can right. open right, the right, fence, right. make sure there's no dogs out there, and then walk in, <laughs> no. and especially no 
So have you ever gotten bitten by a dog or many years ago? <laughs> really? And it's the little dogs that you need. To oh, yeah. <laughs> because those are the ones that think they're big dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Snipe at you. Yeah. But anyway, but you know, over years things have changed. Okay. Um, a lot of laws have come into play to where it benefits the taxpayer, but it also benefits the appraisal district. Right. Okay. And all we ask, you know, we ask the taxpayer. Bring us as much facts as you have to tell us why it's not what it is. In other words, don't come into the office like I was telling you earlier. Yeah. And, you know, we got 250000 and you come in and you argue with us and say, well, no, well, my property's not worth that much. Well, how much is it worth? What do you have to tell me? Well, no, it's just not worth I bought it uh, 10 years ago and I only paid 100000 Well, between the time you bought it and today, it raised values in the neighborhood the areas have gone up. Just like everything else. But, you know, there's a lot of benefits to being honest, transparent. And since I've been there, we've made a lot of changes. A lot of changes, Claudia, to the fact that it, it benefits the taxpayer. A lot of people might, might think that uh, we're in the business to raise your taxes. I need to be very clear. We don't raise and we don't collect taxes. All we're concerned about are exemptions. Make sure that the right... The legal, value is right. Well, the value is right, but the right legal description is correct on the property. See, we've got 86 employees. Oh, wow. Yeah, we have 86 employees, and they're diversified. We have the exemptions department. They deal with all the exemptions, mm -hmm. all different types, and they got to verify. They will ask you a lot of questions, doctors, whatever. And Chris Christie can elaborate into that. Then you have real estate department. That's where most of your residential properties will come through. Go in. And then you have... Commercial property department. Commercial property takes in all your hotel, motels, commercial strip centers, building like you're in today, mm -hmm. and farmland, ranch land, mm -hmm. ag land, etc. Okay, that's commercial. Which is different, yeah. Right. And then you have personal property. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In <laughs> fact, uh, see that was the other change that I made when uh, when when I came in in 2012, is that we I look at values per department. Between real estate and and commercial, they're pretty much about the same. But commercial, based on on all this, is normally a little bit higher. Higher. And then personal property is way low. And we try to figure out what's the deal. Well, personal property owners, business owners, they render property. And for years, we had a a doctor, okay, that he would render twenty thousand. Okay, so we, we take your word for it because that's what you do, right? So then we start. We're not gonna say the name of the doctor, but no, I didn't. Like, is he called one of the commissioners? And my department head at that time was Ms. Norma Pais. So she called, and it's a funny story, but it's it, it happens with what we do. And she called me and said, Ronnie, uh, one of the commissioners is gonna call you. So, what happened? Well, two of the guys went to the doctor's office, and um, they introduced themselves. They gave the business card, spoke to the office manager, and they need to get a tour of what's in there. Okay. Well, that twenty thousand dollars <laughs> came out to came out to almost seven hundred thousand. Yeah. Okay? Why is that? Because there's different equipment that's in there that's that we didn't have access to. Right. Okay. Pero, you know, what we ask is, well. If it belongs to you, okay, then that's you. But if it doesn't, tell us. Then it's a lease, yeah, and then, then, then it then doesn't. If it belongs to Christy Hill, <clears throat> then that assessment on that piece of, of 
material, whether it's it's a you get the discount. Right. No, you don't get the discount. That that value will go straight to Christy Hill. Oh, okay. okay. So then I'm somebody else. Oh, yeah. because you're the I'm one. The oh. She's on the best, and it's in the office, right? But somebody has to pay. Yes, and it'll be her. <laughs> but if you don't give us that name, guess who gets to pay? You. That owner. Oh. Okay. So when the commissioner calls, he says, Ronnie, you know, I've got a problem. A friend of mine called me, and he was all upset because this is. said, yeah, I know who it is. I said, I got a call from from Miss Norma, and she alerted to the fact that you were going to call, which you did. I said, but let me explain to you what happened. Your friend said, for over the last few years, has only been rendering 20000 and we found close to $700,000 in value. So what did the commissioner say? Oh, well, I, 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 you know, he, but you know, it's, it's something that, that so long as you don't say anything, you're not going to do anything. But if, if it's something that we're doing now, and I said, and this was a direction from our new department head. Right. Because I made a lot of changes in the office to accommodate what each one needed to do. Right. So she said, no, sir. I said, she, I said, Norma, I said, what is that you can do? Well, we're going to make physical inspections aside from a rendition one. So that you can make sure that it's correct. And yes. Yeah. Yes. And that's where the honesty mm -hmm. comes in. Right. I mean, you just have and, to. And then they would make the appointment with that person yeah. to say, you know, you rendered this, but this is how much we found in there. Right. Okay. So then there's a meeting coming right. Jesus touching. So when you um when you send all the uh those advices to like the new valley or if the mm -hmm. valley is gonna stay the same, you send them you said between April and June. No, between I'm sorry, between April first week uh -huh. at the late second week, that's when about a hundred and seventy thousand reappraisal notices go out. Go out. Okay. So mm -hmm. what is the window that the taxpayer has to go and appeal? They that can, value. Claudia, they can call before April. Okay. Anybody can call us during the time okay. before April. If they're concerned about, do I have my exemption on my property? Uh, is my legal description is correct? Correct. Le your legal description, for most people that don't know, lot and block and yes. subdivision. Uh -huh. And then to explain to you on what improvements are on your Reappraisal notice, you have land and any improvements. And improvements. Well, the improvements is nothing that you painted. No, 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 no. no, no. no. Uh -huh. The improvements <laughs> is telling us that there is a structure on land. Right. Okay? So but people come and say, I didn't I put new floors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you see, so, so we'll go back to, to where it started. So we go out there and physically measure if we have to. Mm -hmm. Now we correlate a lot of the work we do in the city. By building permits, whether it's a brand new property or an addition to the property. Or older. Or older, because everything that's in the city of Corpus Christi, you got to get a building permit for. Okay? Right, right, right. So if you If try, they do. If you try and circumvent. Supposed to. Yes. If you try and circumvent, we make those physical inspections. So then, that you can go and see if there's anything. Right. And then if we have a problem going in, then, like I told you about pictometry. Mm -hmm. We we have a flyover, and then we can go back five years to on overlay maps to see what structure was what there. they so, did right. So if you're telling me what well, I just finished doing it this year, and then we take your word for it, but then you're kind of mm, mm. check it out for me. So then uh, um, one of the girls upstairs in GIS, she'll pull the deal and said, Ronnie, 
this is this structure that's been in and out. Oh wow! It's been in and out for the last four or five years. So and, pretty and, much, you're telling me it's very hard to lie to you. Many times. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, don't it's, try it, no, friend. No, Claudia, but, but, you know, we'll work with you. Just, yeah. You know, give us the information. You know, especially out in the rural more, area. Right. In the rural area, we we because you don't have access to opening a lot of the ranch gates right. and stuff like that. So one or two things happen. We'll set up an appointment to go and meet uh, with that person. Same thing, residential properties. If for some reason or other you have a problem, like your foundation has a problem, so that creates sheetrock, you know, right, right, in, right. inside, inside yeah. the house. Well, we don't see that because we're right. outside. So you have to but, go and see it. But we will make the appointment, and somebody has to be there. We just don't go unlock Open the door it, right. and walk, walk inside. No, we don't do that. Okay. Staff will not now, how would you compare your appraised value with, like, let's say when they're going through the mortgage process and they do an appraisal? So how accurate or how comparable will you say it is? Because I can tell you, like, for example, for a mortgage standpoint, we, our appraisals are like the sales. We look at the sales around the area. Mm -hmm. It has to be within a mile. Um, it has to be within the last six months, you know, and then kind of like you assess the value on the property like that. So right. how comparable would you say that is well, to well, what you guys do? It used to be to where we would rely on developers, sometimes real estate the agents, sometimes, most of the time it's tax payers. Okay. Who'll come in and tell us because they have a high value? Well, what you pay for Okay. And then they'll tell us, well, we paid this much. Okay, well, then we can make the adjustment. And many times I will tell anybody and their mother, I said, before you come to our office and you're questioning the value, check to see what's on the website first. Let's say you go and buy the property and you paid $150,000. We got $120,000. Two things. Look at the website. It said $120,000, you paid $150,000. Are you going to bring it to my attention? No. <laughs> right. Yeah. See, but eventually we'll get to that point. All right. And then for any property that is homesteaded as of today, you're capped at 10%. Need to be very clear on that. In other words, your property value, homesteaded value, goes up 50% from one year to the other. Okay. Yes. Oh, you can? Oh, yeah. The market value can. Oh, the market value, but not the not for the tax purposes. Well, no, because see, that's going to be capped at ten percent. Oh, fifty. But for that year, you're only going to get taxed on that ten percent. That's it. The following year, be looked at again to try and capture another ten percent. Another ten percent, because maybe like right now you're looking at the market from last year and the year before. The market was up here. So now you're looking at the market today because interest rates through mortgages. Right. That's what creates your, your stability is your mortgage rates. Right. All right. A uh, couple of years ago, you could buy a house, 30 years, 2.5% depending on your credit. Mm-hmm. All right. Makes a big difference. Today, that 25 could be 45 to 7%. Now I'm going to hire you. <laughs> 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 He's talking rates. Um, but, but we look at those things too. So this is very important information. So remember this. So from one year to another year, there's a cap of 10%. So the value of your property for tax purposes. Homesteaded property Homestead only. property. So not investment property. Investors over there, they were getting excited already. Yeah, no, yeah. this is just for homestead people. Right now, okay. I will tell you this. 
remember, we just enforce laws. Implement right. Implement the laws that come from where? From Todd Hunter and... It comes from and Austin. Austin. <laughs> from Austin. <laughs> and we love Todd Hunter. <laughs> of course. I've known Todd for years. You know, you know the, the thing is, we have to abide by those rules. Right. See, and, and it's, these guys are funny, too. Whenever it's a great benefit, they want to make sure their names are on the bottom. And when it's not, when they're it's like... Not, who did yeah. that? <laughs> that's, that's part of the game. Right. But uh, the legislation is looking into... It's not done yet. There's a lot of laws that are coming that are going to be coming to play, to where your additional properties, mm -hmm. what did you call them? Your investment, Invest, investment, investment property. properties. Like you have your homestead, you've got four other properties. Right for right? rental. Those four, or... Yes, those are the four properties. They'll go up 50, 60, 70 percent from one year to the other, but that's what you're paying on. Mm -hmm. There's no caps there. No. Well, they're thinking that they might put a cap. On those properties okay. as well. So it's not in place, but they're looking into they're, it. There's a lot of things that they're looking into. Okay. See, and we're afraid of it because every legislation, they come up with all kinds of stuff. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes, sometimes it's, it's not bad. so good. Right. So how, um, the window. So for appeals, is there a limit or you can go all year around appealing the house? There's or is there? Normally it's between the months of April through July. Okay, so April to July is when you can do your uh, appeals. Right. And what he was saying, just bring factual information. Mm -hmm. So don't just show up and say, I don't think my property is worth that much because that's not going to not gonna right. work. And, and normally now in Catropoli, we, we advise you to have an informal hearing. An informal hearing means you're going to go talk to an appraiser. Okay, they're yeah. at your office. At the office okay, yes. do they and need to make an appointment for that? They can walk in. Okay. Most of the time they walk in and then we can assign them. If, okay. And if they're busy, then they'll be given the time okay. for, to meet with the appraiser, not the ARB. Okay. The appraisal review board. Okay. Okay. Now, if you cannot work it out with them, with the appraiser, then we'll set you up to come before the appraisal okay. review board. Okay. So you have two, two steps there. So you can walk into the office, go and try to appeal the value directly with the appraiser. Mm -hmm. And if not, then it's a more formal. Uh, appraisal board review review board review board, review board. and and that's where normally what happens you go the appraisal district is there you have a panel sometimes it's a panel of four four or three one of the, one of the two I think it's three there are four panels okay and they're broken out and then you're assigned they're going to be panel A panel B C and D then you go there and you get about 15 20 minutes or less Make your, your case. case. And then the appraisal district goes, or one or the other goes first. And then the other one rebuts the other one. And then that panel will decide whether it stays the same or it comes down or, or what what's gonna happen. Or what's gonna happen. Does um current market analysis uh from realtors help the taxpayers? Sometimes it does because sometimes and we're not actually on, on a full 100% market value. Okay, right, okay. right. See, normally... If You're normally below market value. Really? A little bit. Yeah. Don't, okay, closer, okay right? don't, don't make me make <laughs> yeah. it worse for them. No. But you, no, I always tell my people, I'm like, it's always... It, uh, it's a little... It's, it, in the past, it really has been. But right. I think the gap is it's, it's closing. closing. Right. Mm -hmm. See, we used to be, just so you know, from what we know, it used to be that once a property was listed and then they showed our books, there was about a 30, 35% difference. Uh, I would say right now, like about 10%. No, that was what I was saying. Back then. Back then. And yeah. that's why 
Yeah, she's telling it's, you, it's getting closer. closer. But now we have access to sales through third-party vendors, which by law we can do. We don't go through the multiple listing. Right. Okay, we don't do that. Yeah. Why we don't do that? You know, it's, it's ludicrous because what it does, it helps the taxpayer and also helps the office. Right. Okay? You get a lot better, truer value yeah. of what everything is rather than to sometimes, the word is not guesstimate, but base it on other things that people brought you for that. Right. Okay? That you can actually base it on right. facts, so, so what too. we do during that month between April and July, we listen to the taxpayer. Okay? And last year, this year, we saw a total of almost 28,000 people oh, wow. with accounts in the office. Okay? So that's like your tax season for accountants in April. You, April to July is when you see all these people. Like, oh, yeah. You know, when people file their taxes, is in like April. They, like. they come in and, and they'll line up. And, and some people might not like what happened to them. Okay, because they didn't get what they wanted, but they appreciated the fact. That they One, listen, you listen to listened, you listened to them. And two, they were transparent. And three, they showed them why it went okay. on the website. All we ask you is bring us information. We'll dissect it, and we can go from there. But yeah. just remember to bring actual factual, like, paper, like, pictures that are real from your house. Mm -hmm. Like, um, you know, like maybe the CMA, which is a current market analysis. If you're a realtor that help you buy that house, they can help you with that. They'll give you an idea. Your lender can actually help you because we have realtors that we can work with um, to ask them for a favor and run one of those reports so that you can mm -hmm. have more stuff to show them. Right. See, and, and it at the end of July, July twenty-fifth. Oh yeah, this is the this is the exciting part. This yes, is this is a part of the process that we were waiting for. See, on July twenty-fifth, that's when the role is certified. Mm -hmm. Not by and us. then that's it. Not by us. It's no, done by the appraisal review board. Uh huh. Because we turn that over to them, and then they on July twenty-fifth, they turn it back over to us. We dissect everything to make sure everything's the way it's supposed to be. The following day. We start sending out what? The bill. No. No? No. We start sending out the values to all the entities. Oh, okay. The certified okay. values. The certified <coughs> values. Like, let's say the certified value to the city, to the county, to your 13 school districts, to uh, Del Mar, and wherever else we, we left. So they can see how much money they're going to get. Well, <laughs> you know, so, so, so they can see what kind of tax rate they're going to have to adopt to make their budget. Right. Okay. okay. So and listen then, to this one because this is very important. See, it's not the appraisal district's fault. No, no. And again, <laughs> I'll repeat it. We don't raise your taxes. We don't lower your taxes. We don't collect your taxes. Right. Okay. Kevin You're doesn't just, collect like, Kevin, Kevin is Kevin does the same thing. He doesn't raise your taxes. Right. He just gets he the money. Right. He like just collects the, the money. Same thing. Right. So what I ask you to do is this. You're not done with us. Once you're done, you, you say, okay, well, I'm going to... I'll just wait for my bill in, in October. Right. Then, in October, you're calling back me, our office, why are my taxes so high? Well, because, see, you're not done when you leave our office. You still got to wait for the city, 13 school districts, wherever you might be in the county, as to when they start setting a tax rate. I'll repeat that. When they start setting a tax rate, that tax rate is going to affect what taxes you will pay. So the tax rate is the, the rate that you pay for the value. So that's how much they're going to charge you. So that's why it's important to remember. Yes. 
to go to the meeting. When, to the council. When, when the council, the commissioners, Del Mar, the school boards, when they get ready to start setting the tax rate, that's when you need to be present. So that's when people have to go and actually listen because that that's actually very important, Ronnie, because people, you know, I don't, I don't want to say it's like they uh, like ignorance, but like a lot of times, like I'm telling you, you're telling me stuff that, you know, probably Moses is going to be mad at me because he's going to be like, you knew that. And I'm going to be like, no, I didn't. Because I'm like, I don't worry about paying the tax. Like he pays the taxes. So I, you know, but it's very important because at a, just a normal citizen, right. you know, I mean, you don't know really. I mean, you buy a house, they barely know the process of mm. buying the house. And then the implications of buying the house and the taxes. And, well, how do I do that? I mean, you know, this is very important information for them to know. See, because about a month ago, <coughs> when we were in the attic. About a month ago. About a month ago, we were in Padre Adam, <coughs> And we went there to the title company with some of the realtors from the attic. But, you know, like I tell them, I said, what you guys need to understand is you don't have the correct information. You might think you do, and then you tell that person, this is what it is, and then you come to our office, and then you start arguing with us. Yeah. And well, the like, thing is, we need to all be on the same page. Right. My only recommendation or suggestion to you and to all of the title companies is, look, don't give them the correct answers. Just tell them, why don't you just go to the appraisal district, call Mr. Canales, and he can direct you as to who you need to talk to to make sure you get your correct information. I don't want a call telling me I have you have a lot of calls then after you just said this <laughs> right now on my show. Because no, then sure. everybody's going to be like, oh, Claudia is there to call Ronnie Canal and then Ronnie's going to call me and say, why are you sending me everybody over here? Claudia, I've been in the business for many years. I think everybody, and I keep saying, in fact, I was talking to somebody else the other day, I gave him my cell number. Everybody has my yeah. cell number. And I answered, I, I'm, you know, all you can do is try and help. And if you can't, you tell them, you know what, let me call you back. Let me see what I can do. Because for me, or my assistant chief, which is Don Causey, he and I do not get involved on the values. Right. We let the staff do what needs do to be done. Do it. Now, if there's a concern that it's up here and it's coming all the way down there, then yes, they will come over here and ask. You're just gonna guide them to like what path yeah, to see, that's follow. That's what they do every day. Okay. All right. Right. Whether it be commercial, residential, personal, or property, personal property, or even with the exemptions. Yeah. You'd be surprised some of the exemptions that that people well, try and get. I'm gonna bring because yeah, he was right when I told him it was like a 25 minute episode. He was like, oh, that's gonna go fast. He took the whole time, Christy. He <laughs> didn't right. let you talk. He did very well. Yeah. No, he like <laughs> he, it was a, a lot of information. information. Oh, yes, I know. Yes. I should have had yes. done part one and part two of mm -hmm. Ronnie Canales See, in then, that. <laughs> and the most important part is that as a taxpayer, you need to understand a few things. In order for your taxes to be on the lower side, and I think you know where I'm going, uh, you need to make sure that everybody else pays their fair share. Okay. What do, what I mean do you mean? Mm -hmm. Well, you got some refineries here in town that seem to think that they don't need to pay their fair share. So because they're not paying their fair share, guess you what? have to pay them. It passes on. Because, see, if they were to pay their fair share, Claudia, your tax rate would be a lot less than what it is today. Okay? We're still in litigation with one so, of our big refineries here. But you need to understand, too, yes, they provide jobs for us. They so do. where would a taxpayer go and, and find that also? At city council, the meetings? Which one? What like, 
like let's say to make sure that other big companies are paying what they're supposed to be paying i mean where do when, how would people get involved on that if they get involved when there's a lawsuit filed and then there's a court, they would do and then at the court then they listen to the facts that are there but most of the time these big companies i might have one attorney they got 10. I might have one accountant. They got third. Like you're not going to win. You know, and, and no, and what it is, they know we don't have monies because gotcha. the monies are coming from the entities. Yeah. And and they know that, hey, I give you 100000 you know, to one of the areas here because this is a donation from my company. Well, yeah, that's 100000 but imagine. But how, how much, much taxes more. you, yeah, you will have to taxes. pay, right? See, and, and the values have gone up you know, considerably because things have gone up too. Right. You know, I, I cannot, you know, we're not idiots, okay? So when they tell you, now let's say we put a value of one billion plus. Oh, no, 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 no. That's, that, that's not, no, we don't believe in that. We don't need a one in front of the number. It's a billion. <laughs> so they're saying, no, it's only 500 million. Really? When you got a structure that's there, that's worth a billion dollars plus, yeah. and now you're telling me, well, then let me listen to the taxpayer over here that has those issues, and I do lower it to that number because it's there. Right. In your case, it's well, yeah, but you need to understand that we do a lot for the community, and I said, yeah, I understand that too, but you're not paying your fair share. Right. The best thing you can do is try and pay your fair share. Let's try and be fair. As far as value, so that concerned. everybody, so that yeah. everybody, your school district, your city council, your county commissioners, they can apply, and junior college can apply a lower tax rate based on the values that are here. That they're getting from now. If, if you are worth really five hundred thirty-five million or five hundred sixty million, would you be interested in selling it to us? What do you think we're going to do? No. No. No, no, no. Then no. the value goes up, Ronnie, right there. Yeah. So um, let me jump with Christy really fast about the exemption. Mm -hmm. So homestead exemption. I was in the belief, and I've been doing this for 15 years. So I've had always told uh, my, um, you know, the buyers, like you file, you have to wait until January 1st to file your exemption. I heard that that changed. It did change in that. It's always been the January 1 owner was eligible to file. But now, if the property that you're purchasing did not have a homestead from the previous owner, oh, okay. you can file after January 1. It's prorated on for that first year. Okay. Okay. So, so can you file before January 1st? So let's say if I buy, say if I buy the house in November mm -hmm. or in June. Let's say farther out. So mm -hmm. let's say I bought the house in June of 2022. Yes. Do I have to wait until January 1st or I can file in June? You can file in June. You can file as soon as the property's in your name. Okay. So our records have to be, you know, we have to have it in your the name. The warranty deed and, and all that has to be filed. On mm -hmm. the property, we're able to file that exemption. Okay, perfect. So that's a big, because I have always sold, like, oh, you have to wait until January, January 1st. 1. Okay. And honestly, for the majority of people, it still is that way because right. if you it buy keeps. a property that has a homestead on it from the previous right. owner, you get their benefit through the remainder of that year. Okay. okay? Uh, over 65 disabilities, um, I don't know. I know that there's a lot of exemptions and it would just take us a long time to list them all, but all the other exemptions, as soon as you're owner, you can go and apply for them. Yes. 
Okay, tell me about also for all of those that call me or tell me, oh, I got a letter and they're charging me $25. Okay. It does not cost you anything to file for your homestead. Listen up. So, so these letters, we, we are asked about them all the time. And unfortunately, many times, the folks have already sent the check. Yes. And, you know, I'm like, if... See, it's it's if, a free for a taxpayer. It's, it's, you know, and we've had issues. A certain gentleman came to the office. What he was doing, he was going door to door. And if you can fill this out, because I found out you don't have an exemption, you know. Oh, wow. wants us to give him the refund, and then he'll disperse the refund to the taxpayer, their portion of it. Oh, wow. And I said, no. So it's that. No, because it used to do this. It's a business that's gone out of Dallas. used to do it when I was tax collector. And I said, no. I said, if I'm going to give a refund, I give it to the taxpayer first. And then if that taxpayer wants to give you that $25, $50, then it's between you two, not between us. Right. My responsibility is to, first, the taxpayer. Do it. And this is what this guy was doing. Paper would not even notarize. I said no. So no. you don't have to pay East free. What's the yeah. best way for them to file the exemption? Online, by mail, in person? All three of those are, are good. Are good. And if you have any questions, our staff are very knowledgeable. Mm -hmm. They're very courteous. Please either call or come in the office. We're open 8 to 5, Monday through Friday. There will be someone there to help you. Um, and like a lot of times, folks won't have a copy of their driver's license. If they'll come into the office, we can make, you the, make copy the copy. You make the copy. Okay. There. And you, the requirements to file the exemption for Homestead is just your driver license. Do they need like a phone bill or a gas bill or electric bill? We don't unless you're getting into an area where we mm -hmm. it's call great. air properties. Okay. Okay. And they, within the last couple of years, last legislature, when they met, they now are allowing an air owner to a property to file for exemptions if their name their main name may not be on the property but if if we can they can show that they're an heir to this property okay i see why you the mean the ones that have to have like electricity billers or bill. utility yes, bill and okay showing that yes they do live there you know um, so if your situation is kind of like unique just make that call and right. just ask what you're going to need That's just how much discount do you get with the homestead, more or less? I know that there's like, I don't know if it's like a percentage or is it a dollar amount or? The county, I mean, each of the entities is different. different. So can you do like a ballpark of like total, like, I mean, we normally say like about 15% or what, what would you say? Well, okay, so probably about 20%. 20%. Mm -hmm. So basically what that means, guys, is that if, um, let's say you have a $200,000 value property and you go and that's your homestead exemption, they're not going to tax you on $40,000 of that value, correct? Mm -hmm. right. So that's less taxes that you're going to pay per year. I've seen it. I mean, I was just telling you before we started, literally, like sometimes they come and refinance and they own the property for like five years and they never file a homestead exemption. Mm -hmm. And then you tell them and they're like, I don't know what that is. Like, I mean, yeah. they have no like idea of what it is. So. See, and sometimes, well, sometimes... It's it's program where we will send you letters to mm -hmm. reapply, only oh. to make sure that everything is still the that same. you're still the and same. We, yes, and we're we are in the process right now of mass updating these old applications. So oh, okay. A lot of people 
are getting these letters from our office asking them to update the information. And we've had calls, you know, some people are fearful thinking this is a scam. Mm-hmm. If, if, if you have any questions, please call. But yes, we are. So the letters updating. are coming from the appraisal yes, district. Yes. Also, this is very important information too. I'm so glad I actually brought you guys. <laughs> and sure. I'm not going to charge you for this, but this is like an ad right here. So there's some letters going out right now because they need to update their systems to make sure that everything is still, you know, sometimes you move or you. Right. Well, and we're catching because a lot of the, it didn't require a driver's license right. way back then. And we're catching a lot of the folks that have turned 65 and never. Uh, and they don't know about the no, over 65. So it's, oh, it's a that's The 65, is it true that it's 65,000 that you don't tax? No. No. What is it? <laughs> I, no. It, that's it's what I true. heard. The 65,000. Oh, oh, the 60, over the 65 year. exception yes. is $65,000. It's 65 or 70. Well, it depends on your district. Oh, like okay. CCISD, I believe, is 62,500. So ah. that's probably what you're getting at. See, but what we can do is that we have a paper with all the entities. Oh, cool. Okay. And it gives you all of the exemptions with a value. Okay. If it's homestead over 65. Is that something that we can pull online? or It's actually no. on the tax office. I think it's on yeah. the tax office. Oh, okay. So we'll get that and we'll See, make sure that we. it is on the bottom, it's going to say, like, let's say you're in the city corpus, but you're in CCISD, you're in Del Mar. And then you just pick where, like, the and ones that fit. Well, yep. When you look at that, then it'll give you a total tax rate. I see. When those are combined. Right. Like, let's say, the city, Del Mar, but you're in Flower Bluff, so it's Flower Bluff ISD. Right. Or let's say it's city of Port Aransas, Port Aransas ISD, the county. Each one has county. Right, right, right. Not, and and at the, on the bottom, it'll tell you what that total tax rate what, will be for will those be. areas that you're in. So this will help you more or less... Um, calculate or know exactly what you're paying or break down what you're paying on your taxes. Right. right. See, and, and, you know, it helps you, especially uh, when the over 65 person, going back to that, it used to be that if you were 65, you'd have to wait to get it on that birthday. Mm-hmm. Now you can get it on January 1st. If your birthday oh, is in October. the year yeah. of the... Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. That's a new one, too. So, so you, you don't it. have to wait until you're 65 on your birthday. You can do it the year of the, that, that year. you turn exactly. 65. Like, let's say your birthday turns in November, December. You can do it your since bills January. Your go out in October. So your bills that go out in October are without your right. 65. So then what you do then, you come back to the office back then, and then you, and you uh, do apply it. to the over 65, then you have to send it back to the tax office to resend you a new tax bill the tax with your over 65 exemption. So, well, that's really good information, too, because that helps. I mean, everything that's part of your mortgage payment, if mm-hmm. you still have a mortgage payment. Yeah. And if you're only paying tax, I mean, who doesn't want savings? So, right. well, guys, this has been very, very informative. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate you guys being here. I'll probably invite you again if then I get calls after this. Sure, From Todd no. Hunter. Or that. Yeah. <laughs> From Ronnie's friends. Yeah. yeah. No, uh. no it's like I said, any time that, for me, it's a lot easier to do this because we try an education. Mm-hmm. The more educated you are, meaning in the work that we do, 
the better off we yes, are. Yes, absolutely. See, because it helps. You'd be surprised. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that comes into the office. You know, sometimes there's stories. So what, tell us, let's end with a good story. Tell us a good story that is going to make me laugh because they <laughs> laugh at me when I, when I do these things and I laugh out loud. They're like, well, okay, I'm always laughing out loud. We had a very, the guy's about, Ventura's a how tall are you? Six four. Yeah, he's about six four, six five, burly guy. He's a 18 weird kind of guy, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and he comes in to personal property and he's talking to one of our appraisers. She's about this tall. <laughs> So maybe four foot one. Maybe. Maybe that much. But she's a fighter. Yeah. Poor Stephanie. And anyway, so, you know, she's come back. She's holding her ground, you know. And the guy's been very adamant. He's been very, you know, big guy intimidated and everything else. And finally, you know, they get towards the end. I'm sorry, sir, I can't help you. What does he do? He reaches in his hand. He gets his eye and he throws it on the ground. And it started rolling, and Stephanie screaming like crap. Oh, my. It was right? a fake eye. It was a glass, was a glass eye. eye. Oh, no. So, so, so he's laughing at her. Oh. She's going crazy because the eye is rolling on the ground. <laughs> and he says, I guess we're even now. <laughs> but, yeah, we get Oh, my like God. Sure you know, they, they mean well, but. Now I know where I'm going to send cookies for Christmas. The appraisal (laughs) district deserves cookies. No, no, but I really appreciate you guys coming and uh, and showing us. So we learned, you know, April, July appeals, be factual. Don't Mm -hmm. make up stuff. Honesty pays better than trying to, like, make up stories. Uh, Exemptions, anytime now. Over 65, same year of your birthday. So any time on the year of your birthday. Um, so I really appreciate you guys. And we don't raise taxes. And Oh, and he <laughs> does not raise taxes. The appraisal director doesn't raise taxes. I'm not, I, you're going to make me invite people that raise taxes <laughs> for the next one. Then I'll tell you so you can watch it right. and see what they, they're going to say, Ronnie <laughs> makes us come and do this. Um so don't miss the next episode, which will be our season finale. You're almost like at the end. I have one more. Really? And There's I'm having I'm having actually a surprise, but not tomorrow. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna tell you the secret. Okay. Um I'm gonna have kids oh. come in and talk about Christmas and Santa Claus oh, and good. yeah. Be your Santa Claus. Uh your I'm not gonna I'm maybe I'll surprise them with a Santa Claus. That would be a good Happy idea. Yeah. Happy the <laughs> He actually did my uh one of my Christmas parties one year. Oh, he's so funny. He makes me laugh a lot. He's funny. No, I've known me for, and, for many years. Yeah. Yeah, he's but he's famous. I mean, he's all over like he goes everywhere. <laughs> no. He is. He's done shows in Vegas. Yes, he has. I mean, we should be proud. It's Corpus Christi, famous people. Well, thank you, guys. We'll say bye. Thank Thank you.